Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. On my jog this morning, a bug flew into my eye. So for the next three miles, everyone who passed me thought I was crying. Worked four 16-hour days in a row. In the words of Donna Summer, she works hard for the money. Yes, she does. You know what I want to know? How does a national drugstore chain not carry a toilet plunger? Well, I've been trying to get my car washed for over a month. Instead, I've resigned to drive in filth. Have such a good day. How is everyone doing today? We didn't see you there. <laughs> Where did everybody come from? Wow, there's so many of you. Welcome. One might say an army. Maybe so, or maybe a... Growing all the time. Unlike on Game of Thrones, <laughs> our army is growing. Uh, how, how many people do you think they lost? Like 50% or maybe more? Uh, supposedly, well, no spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. Okay. Uh, many, many, many wonderful right. <laughs> soldiers. Without spoiling anything, people are aware on Game of Thrones that people die. I feel like at this point... It's okay to spoil because, I mean, if you're going to be on the internet, you're going to accidentally see spoilers. At this point, I feel like if you haven't watched it, I'm not sure what's going on in your life. Well. It's time to watch. I've got a cousin who she, she, um, shout out to you, Malls Malls, uh, who for a long time was just like, eh, I don't know. I heard like a lot of animals die on the show. I'm just not into it. I'm just, it just doesn't sound like my kind of show. Mm -hmm. It's brutal. And I was like, well, you would be right. Mm -hmm. And if that's gonna, I mean, I don't like it. Well, they don't actually die. It's just part of the, part of the narrative. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the story. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's a show of death. Yes, it is. (laughs) Everybody dies. So, uh, you know, and so for a few years, in fact, it's funny, um, and uh, not to get off on too much of a tangent, but a few years ago, there was a like a penultimate episode where it was, you know, like everyone on the Internet had a meltdown about mm-hmm. this particular Game of Thrones uh, episode called The Red Wedding. And oh, and yes. my cousin Molly and I were in New York. We were staying at a friend of mine's tiny little studio in Manhattan over in the West Village. She, you know, graciously let us stay there. 
and she didn't have a TV. Mm -hmm. And so I watched the episode on my iPad because I had to. It was a Sunday night. And Molly was like, you know, and she was like up in the loft, you know, where the bed was. And I'm down, you know, in the dark Mm -hmm. uh, downstairs being like, oh, my God. (laughs) You know, and she was like, like, after a while, she's like, are you like really freaking out that much? And I'm like, yes, I am really freaking out that much. And, you know, like in my with my little iPad in the dark. And she was just like, yeah, see, I just don't need that in my life. Well, she's catching up now, but she's a couple seasons behind yeah. because it's going to take a while. But is she glad that she did, took the plunge? Yeah. She loves it? Well, I mean, she's she's committed. See, that's the problem with like <laughs> things that are this big of a pop cultural phenomenon. It's like if you don't jump on the bandwagon, you're, you're kind of like there's this huge thing that is happening. Um, it's hard to relate. Um, anyway. Um, weird. I just got an email from her. That's that weird. That is weird. Universe. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. Hi. 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 Two, for real and two welcome. Two little ladies who unpack the absurdity of everyday life we for sure our do. collective entertainment. That's right. We are trying to help you have such a uh, good day and a better day, perhaps. <laughs> we should have called it have such a great day. I mean, have so, well, I don't know. Uh, there's a good ring to good. Yeah, I like it. I like I've I've always I've always liked the name of our show. Me too. And, and like we said last time, you're not having the best day yet because you know we we need to strive for something. Yes, we're always. all having such a good day on that ladder mm-hmm. to the best day ever. I love it. Which may happen at some point. I don't know. No one really knows when. Um, but uh, I'm Sarah Lane. This is Heather Frank. That's me. Um, uh, we're in my living room. We're chilling. With um, a bunch of animals. We've we've got we've got we've got a dog and a cat. They may make cameos as they want a, to do. It's, it's a Sunday fun day, really. Yeah, we're little shoot, rose shooting this on a Sunday. Got a little afternoon rose. Uh, NBA playoffs are in full swang. <laughs> so I've been. Very excited because this is one of my favorite times of year. So yeah, it's are you more excited? Good so spirits. you're more excited about basketball than baseball. Like, is that your favorite sport to to watch? And uh, you know, quite honestly, if somebody said like held a gun to my head and said choose one sport, mm-hmm. it would probably be baseball because baseball is like a lifestyle. Yeah, a little more nostalgic. Probably. It also, well, basketball lasts a really long time, but baseball is just it meanders along. Um, and they're just so different. I love to go to a baseball game. It's one of my very favorite things in the whole world. And it's partly about the game and partly about community mm-hmm. and food. Oh, yeah, definitely. And beer. And nachos mm-hmm. and beer mm-hmm. and the sun. Or, you know, sometimes it's cold and dark. But um, but basketball is just more exciting. It uh-huh. just is. Yeah. It's a very exciting game. And, you know, it turns out that my team has been like the best team for about five years in a row now. So, you know. It's very hard. exciting. It's hard not to, you know. I enjoy a basketball we're, we're game. We're that team that the rest of the country hates. But you know what? Y'all can go fuck yourselves. I actually watched uh, some of the Warriors game on Friday at the hotel. Or and at it the hotel was a, at the, a, a at the very airport. exciting game. I, I will uh, apologize in advance. I'm coming off of an extremely long work uh, week. And I'm yes. telling you, like me and my partner uh, who w- I was working with, we literally had moments where we, we we were like blank and someone was filling in blanks because our brains had been so crushed from the week. Not even kidding. Sleep deprivation. Totally sleep. I, I mean, I don't yeah. think I got I mean, it, it. I mean, it's it's not something that you can like, like you can't overcome it. No, you when can't. When you have it, you're going to start like oh, yeah. going loopy. It was like three to five hours a night. Like it, it was it was crazy. And we'll, we'll talk more about that later in the show, but I wanted to plug our bonus topic. Let's hear uh, it. For $5 and above, you get to hear us talk about something some other topic that we don't talk about in the regular show. Today we're going to talk about, 
I don't know, like what's what's the proper vocabulary <laughs> that you should use in the workplace, but in, you know, the 21st century in 2019. Let's let's talk about that. Let's break it down. Okay, let's yeah. unpack we're, it. We're in a modern era. Yeah. The era of me too. Yep. Some people like to, you know, that, that's a term that I think we're all, whether or not, what whatever side of the fence you might be on, mm-hmm. maybe you're on the fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we recognize that there is um, kind of a terminology that has evolved and continues to evolve Mm -hmm. so we'll unpack that a little bit more it'll be kind of a fun one slightly different than the huge anyway how's your week been sarah it's been good i've i've uh, i know you were you were out of town working your tush off and Mm -hmm. i was working too but it was it was somewhat of a mundane week in the sense that it was business as usual Mm -hmm. nothing terrible happened Mm -hmm. i did have a you mentioned uh your car being super dirty so i my car my my car that is only a couple of months old is black Mm -hmm. never had a black car before and in fact when my mom came to visit she was like oh my god this is the most impractical color (laughs) Uh, which is just like straight from my dad Mm -hmm. Uh, but and that's true black cars get real dirty real quick and you know they need to be cared for my white car is so dirty right now i don't know i think they both get super dirty totally yeah um and black cars look so cool at night but anyway I, i prefer a black car well so my car is black and it was Real dirty, and not just on the outside. I'm also near a uh, it's somewhat um, uh, very uh, lively construction site, so there's just dust. Mm-hmm. And I park on the street; it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. But the inside of my car, because I hadn't gotten this sort of dog hammock thing for the back seat, which I now have in the back seat, uh-huh. but so Otis would just be like dirty after running around at the dog park and be in the yeah. back seat, and it was just it was dirty i bet so i go to the car wash yesterday and i go at like noon on a saturday which is so dumb i mean shout out to me for being stupid (laughs) but i did because i was like i've got an hour i'm doing this like the car will be washed today so i go in there you know you give them the keys and you go inside to pay and she was like give us your phone number and we'll call you because i assume that you'll just go somewhere and then come back later and i'm like what do you mean like, how long is this going to take? And she was like, mm, hour to an hour and a half. And no I was like, way. what are you talking about? I just like. This is the one right down the street? Yeah. The, the, the one. The kind of neat sign. The one yeah. that's on the corner. Yeah. And I was like, what? I mean, there were like four cars in front of me. I mean, don't we just, it's sort of an assembly line, mm-hmm. right? You figure you might be there for 20 minutes. Sure. Or yeah. something Maybe like 30 max. Maybe, maybe 30. Yeah. yeah. You know, you look at your phone for a minute. <laughs> no. How did this car wash? Not on a Saturday. So I was like. Well, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm going to leave on foot. And, you know, there was like a burrito place across the street, but I had eaten. So I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, crap. I really should have re- thought this through a little bit better. So I sat there for almost an hour and a half. Wow. And there were, you know, they had a bunch of like little, like, I don't know, lawn, not lawn chairs, but chairs, mm-hmm. like outdoor chairs outside. And everybody was doing the same thing I was doing. And we were all kind of grumbling to each other about like, well, why do we all do this on a Saturday? <laughs> you know, like, what a bunch of nerds. Um, so it was kind of fun. And I had, you know, I have the internet on my phone. So all was not lost. And they did a real good job. And they got real a real, thorough. they got a real good tip. Oh good. yeah. It was, it was as if my car was new. You had again. cash on you to give them tip? Well, I got it inside when okay, I paid. Good. Yeah. Got, good a little, got a little cash back. Oh, they're, they're sure to let you know that tips will be in cash. Mm-hmm. Would you like cash back? And I was like, nah, it's cool. Just put it on the, she's like, no, 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 no. It's, it'll be cash. And I was like, got it. Got it. Uh, but hey, you know, you're working outside in the sun. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very, very appreciative. So 
all in all, it was a good experience. Would go again. Not on a Saturday at noon, mm-hmm. though. Well, it's funny because I rolled by it today, and I, I mean, I desperately need one, as I mentioned. I'm not, I don't, wouldn't go on the weekend. I'm like, I'm, I mean, even Monday morning might not be a good idea. Maybe like just sometime in the middle of the day during the week. I'm just never going to have a chance. And in I think fact, Monday morning would probably be a good It would good be good. Idea. Okay. Because yeah, who's doing that? In, Everyone's in the rushing morning. to work. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually tried to wash my own car in my driveway like about two weeks ago. <laughs> it was really hard. And I know that sounds dumb, but it, but it's like you, you really have to be diligent about, you know, you have to rinse it in a certain amount of time before the sun um, dries it. Because it'll spotty. dry the drips, it gets yeah. spotty, and then you have to dry it. Because if you don't dry it, I mean, it's just, it's, it's actually qu- quite an art. Like, it's not that yeah. easy to wash your car at home. You have to have like a whole, there's like, there's like, you know, a real step-by-step thing. Anyway, I, I totally failed. I mean, it was actually kind of hilarious. I was like, this this is just ridiculous anyway. So <laughs> I, I had a really... Um, it was funny because we kind of thought that so the, I had this job this week. Yeah. I went up to work for Uber for the big, you know, them going public on Friday. So this was essentially um you won't believe it. We produced 1400 videos. Um and this is over about a month and a half because I was only brought on at the at the end for like some fresh eyes uh-huh. because they were on the road. And it was like an international thing they shot in um 12 different cities. It was in six different languages, so it's full on localization production. So mm-hmm. it's like you've got SRT files. I don't know if you're familiar with those. This is the premiere files for captions. Um, mm-hmm. A whole different animal. Super difficult to work with on a lot of levels. We had a bunch of editors coming in and out. Um, really kind of an exciting but crazy week. I thought for sure I'd get out and get a blue bottle coffee, like a fancy San Francisco coffee, or get a cocktail like two blocks away. Uh-uh. Didn't do any of that. It was around the clock. We right. almost slept there. In fact, one of the guys I worked with did he stayed up all night he did it he pulled a 36 hour i mean it was crazy but it was like in the end it hurts it hurts it really hurt and in the end though it was funny on friday so we just kind of went to the the airport early we were there at least three hours earlier and got comfy at the bar watched the warriors game had some drinks and you know i love i don't i think you feel the same way but i love a good airport bar oh i love you an know, airport the, bar because you hear everyone's going somewhere yeah everyone's so going they're somewhere. coming or they're going mm-hmm. well they're usually going mm-hmm. you know <laughs> it's a little weird if you're hanging out at the airport bar after you've reached your destination but no no judgment but uh yeah and some people are like going somewhere cool yeah they're going on vacation or they yeah they just came you know? so it's so funny it's like it's like those you have like these really warm and intimate conversations with people you don't know like at the bar because mm-hmm. you're like yeah man cheers like how was your week been and then you you yeah. learn about yeah. these randos there was a woman who the first thing that happened was i just i love these sort of like airport adventures that you know you 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 witness strangers doing weird things this woman i don't know how she got through tsa but she was screaming obscenities into her phone she wasn't a street person. Some, something was definitely off. She tried to get on this flight to Maui. I mean, I mean everyone was just like well, watching her. Well, I mean, she obviously her. had a ticket somewhere. Yeah, she got through TSA. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was a whole scene. That started us off. Do you we were, think, do we you were think having it was a great time. alcohol related? I don't know. I mean, I feel I, like she... I've seen people go sideways, like where like they're escorted out oh, of she, an she, airport she got bar. Oh, she got escorted for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where you're like, Whoa. Yeah, and honestly, it always seems to be drunk, yeah, or, or you know, some drug, drugs, some, possibly, some, yeah, something that is mind altering to the point where you just like can't help. Yeah, yourself. and she was like, she was oblivious. There were so many people like around her, like she was, she was covering a lot of like ground. Oh, it was really amusing. And then like, 
Yeah, just like the I met this guy that just went to the Kentucky Derby and he was like offering some of his fish and chips. Like it was just like this sort of like <laughs> thing. And then there was like a fancy guy drinking like Moscow mules on the other side, a Google <laughs> I.O. guy, you know, he just got back. He was like a kind of a nerd. I mean, it was just like, <laughs> oh, it was, really? It, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't say. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a hoodie. Anyway, it was just, it, 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 my point is, I love sitting in an airport bar. I love observing the scene. And I also love doing it after a super long week and you're on your way home. Yeah. And it just, it was, it was just a nice ending to like a crazy week. It was a good week. It was nice to be in the thick of something so big. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was yeah. exciting um, for sure. And to produce 1400 videos was quite a feat yeah so I mean, i'm it, proud of myself within a week's time that's that's insanity it doesn't even more really compute week, but, in my mind yeah. but uh yeah it's funny i i have a friend who american friend mm-hmm. who lives in amsterdam now and she used to live in san francisco as did we mm-hmm. um and we still have mutual friends who live there and we're on like a group text and she was like so what's the whole uber ipo vibe mm-hmm. You know, and one of my friends up there who really should know better, but whatever. I don't know. Maybe she had a busy week. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, and I was like, I can tell you because as a tech reporter, I've been reporting on this damn thing for like the last year (laughs) since we knew that, you know, that this day was coming. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny from 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 what I I don't know. I don't want to get too into tech, but it's like these sorts of like. Anybody who's like, well, it's an IPO, initial public offering. That's where you get listed on a stock market. It was the um, New York uh, Stock Exchange in mm-hmm. this in this case, um, under the name Uber, and it 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 makes very few people extremely rich. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of like you know the rich, the middle class, and the poor, mm-hmm. right? The rich get way richer. Mm-hmm. The middle class, if you're lucky, you get a little something, get a little kickback. The poor get nothing. What, what about the drivers? Well, they're in the poor category in this case. And they were out front picketing during the time we were producing these videos. It sure. was an interesting juxtaposition. Yeah, there's a lot. And, and you know, this is not um, this is not just an Uber issue. Um, ride-hailing services all over the world, and there are ride-hailing services in certain countries that we don't even have here. So well aware that, that there's a lot going on. But it's all this kind of shared economy thing thing Mm -hmm. where you and I are like oh what would we do without uber it's changed our lives it's great you know I use it all the time Mm -hmm. all the time but at the same time uh you you know you talk to enough drivers and you realize that there's a lot there's a lot of bitterness and strife absolutely and and like rampant inequality mm-hmm. um, and unfairness. Mm-hmm. So that's my little soapbox Iro- that I'll just go ahead and step off of now. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. I, I, I ironically took a lift home, you know, when I got back back to the airport. So <laughs> right, yeah, I had yeah. an interesting conversation yeah. with, with that F- guy. F you, Uber. Thank you <laughs> for the job. <laughs> so I, I've talked in the past about how I I walk everywhere, if if possible. Luckily... Two of my favorite grocery stores are within several blocks of where we are right now. Um, uh, uh, you know, there's a farmer's market down the street. There's great coffee in every direction. I don't need to drive to live my life mm-hmm. at all for all the things that I need for the most part. You know, and there's, you know, I mentioned at the top of the show that there was not a toilet plunger at a very large drugstore chain near me. And that is a true story. Luckily, there are a couple other drugstore chains. So 
all was not lost. Gotta Sarah, get in the car. Sarah's toilet now works fine. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But, you know, you still just sort of shake your head like, what are you, how are you not carrying this thing that would be so obvious to carry here? You that car- is odd. Well, you carry like stuff to clean your toilet. Mm-hmm. Why would a plunger not be part of that pack? It's on like a little more of a, a, a hardware store level, I feel like, which is weird because I don't know I, why. No, I no. do. No, well, I mean, what about Vons? I didn't actually check there. Uh, to be I, I honest bet they with you, I won't have. Well, I, I didn't know, actually check there. Yeah, now I feel a little silly, but I don't know. It's just it's sort of a drugstore thing. <laughs> but my point is, is that I like to buy things in person. It's just the way that I am. Even a plunger, anything. <laughs> no, it, it's not, you know national chains, not so much. But if there is a mom and pop hardware store mm-hmm. that would I have a plunger, those. yeah, you know, I, I want to go in and get that. There was a pet store at my old place on the other side of town that I, you know, it was, it was somewhat inconvenient for me to go and like always get my cat food there. And friends of mine would be like, our minds are blown. Why are you not getting this on Amazon? And I'm like, because I like Bruno's. I like the people who work there. They're nice. Mm-hmm. You know, they need my money more than Amazon does. Anyway, I've kind of dropped that whole argument because I am becoming somebody who the convenience of life is outweighing, you know, my good Samaritan feelings inside. Not always, not always, but most of the time I'm like, you know what? You just got to buy stuff online. I I just brought up a package from Amazon. You did. And it was some coffee filters, (laughs) which are like the special kind, but also just cheaper. Yeah. I know they're cheaper than... buy them in bulk. Buy them in bulk and they're just, overall, they're just cheaper and I'm a Prime member, so it all makes sense to me. But uh, it's funny because there are certain things that as I continue to start buying things online and I'm like... Ow! So if I get all my cat food, cat litter, dog food, dry food, wet food, all that stuff from Chewy.com rather than Amazon, because it's not always about Amazon. Oh, I'm going to save like 10 bucks each order. Like, I'll just do that. So I'm starting to get the hang of what other people have known for a long time. The irony is not lost on me. I've just, I've been a holdout and whatever. Uh, But, but uh, I, I, and I don't want to like go on and on about this because I know a lot of people are like, okay, Sarah, well, you know, this welcome is to some- the world. Yeah, this is something that a lot of us have been doing for a long time. And it's not that I didn't know what was going on. I just, it's like I, I was like almost like relishing and doing it the harder way. Mm-hmm. And, and you know how sometimes people are like, oh no, there's an easy way. And you're like, I don't care. This is my way. You're kind of like set in your, set in your ways. Yeah, like I want to do it the way that I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, so, but... There are also things that, for example, you know, buying makeup, you're like, oh, I don't my go to the apartment store right now. Like, oh, I don't want to do that. Um, so yesterday, uh, I it, it, it came to my attention as it's sort of built up over several months that I need new bras. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't last forever. And they sure don't. Elastic, like on any other garment, will fail you eventually. A piece of my bra fell off last week because I only brought one and, you know, it was it was a it was some tough long days, so piece and, fell and off. I'm a, not kidding. Was it? Was it? it was a, like a was little it an important piece. No, it was like uh, it was like a little metal kind of um, you know little sort of an embellishment that I think had like the the label brand you know yeah. flower on it. I don't know. Well, uh, it's so, kind of cute, but it's gone. Well, 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 Heather, I've got good news for you. Ooh. You get lots of bras on Amazon. Now there's a there's a certain style and I don't want to get too into what kind of bras I wear but there's a certain 
brand and style that I've been I've been buying for years. It's just, you know, it's just kind of every day. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing crazy, nothing special. No one's going to be like, whoa, cool, brah. But fits <laughs> and works. And they've got it on Amazon. Have I ever thought about that before yesterday? No, I haven't. I just was like, oh my God, do I have to go to Nordstrom today? I'd rather die. And so I was just sort of like wearing these bras. So sure enough, I was like, you yeah, know what? Now that I'm all in this Amazon life of mine... Let's just put this brand into Amazon and see what comes up. Sure enough, the bras are there and they're less than what they would be if I bought them in person somewhere yeah, like course. weird in like Sherman Oaks or uh-huh. wherever I'd have to go. Uh, so I bought five bras <gasps> yesterday. Amazing. You have to tell me what brand you use. I will. I think you actually know, but I'll I'll remind you That's later really on. cool. In fact, you know, the only thing I would sometimes be concerned about when I buy stuff like that on Amazon is like if they're knockoffs. But for the most time, most part, you can find in you know the reviews, they might say, oh, this doesn't seem like the real thing kind of thing. There has been, but I think Amazon's gotten better with that. There yeah. was a time where it was like, is this the real product, you know? Because yeah. sometimes things arrive that not in boxes, and I'm always like, hmm, "This is fishy," like a like a maybe like a a, a lotion or or whatever it is, and it doesn't have its own its proper box, um, or like mm. you know that kind of thing. So, but um, but I'm sure it's fine, and everything is cheaper on Amazon for the most part. So good for you. Yeah, it was, it was just kind of like I I had a moment where I kind of had to chuckle and be like, I mean, I've been. This has been on my to-do list, mm-hmm. continuing to knock it crossed off for months. Do you feel like you're months. fully transformed now? Well, I haven't gotten the bras yet. They arrived tomorrow. <laughs> no, I mean, are you fully like on the bandwagon of Amazon Prime? Uh, well, I in and again, Amazon is not the only place, but mm-hmm. it, you know, it's a, sort of like online shopping. You know, there's a certain kind of running shoe where I'm like, I know my size. Yeah, I know what I like. I don't need to go somewhere and like mm-hmm. try them on. You know, it's like. I, 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 I'm down with the simplification of all of this. Yeah. Where I think that I was, I was proudly um, overcomplicating things before mm-hmm. with the best of intentions. I like that you're, you have this dichotomy of like being super high tech in certain ways about a lot of things that a lot of people aren't high tech about. <laughs> but like you, it's taken you this long to like well, get here. And, I think it's interesting. And, you know, to top it all off before we move on, I go to a retail in-person establishment and there's no toilet plunger. Should have gotten on Amazon. <laughs> Would have been here by you now. You and you learn. In fact, uh, yeah. I went to my first Amazon Go um, little shop, oh, little bodega. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you've been to those yet. I haven't. No, we've... we've we I, talked I, about it on the show. Yeah, I, I've, I, I'm, I'm familiar with the model. It's funny. That was the only place I went to really, like the only brick and mortar place I went to this whole week, like to get a snack. Um, Because it was like two doors down from Go. Yeah, isn't that funny? (laughs) It's kind of funny. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous. Like I thought I'd go to all kinds of places. Did you find it seamless? Did you like the experience? It was was great. It was so great. And then the guy I took with me was just like, I don't understand. Like how? Like yeah, you just walk out and you just grab. But you like the fact that you grab this item and that item is connected with your barcode and then you go out. It's like yeah, it's it's brilliant and it's cool. They've got people at the front really nice to go you you got the app are you cool like they'll show you where to go in your app real quick yeah it's it's super seamless it's super um you know i wonder i i I saw an article about a lot of stuff going to waste from like these these stores i just i hope they have a uh, i don't know some way of making these products go to homeless people or people in need at the end of the day if they don't sell them 
Because there's a lot of to-go food like that's fresh. Well, that wouldn't be any different than any other grocery store. I hope not. I'm not sure what they do, but I'm going to look into it because I care about that kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Anyway, hey, Sarah, do you remember, um, speaking of like attendance, do you remember those bathroom attendants when we go to a club or concert and they would, you go in there, you go to the bathroom, you come out and they offer you a paper towel sure. and they've got all the kind of the candy and yeah. the mints and the hair things and... Ran into some recently, in yeah. fact. I wasn't clubbing, but I don't know, wherever I was, there was an attendant, yeah. And I, like a nice hotel or whatever. I yeah. mean, they still exist, but they're definitely going away, which makes sense depends on what country you're in that's true and and also you know in the u.s yeah few and far between i i think so it's, it's kind of rare unless i'm in like a nice-ish hotel um i feel like th- that type of you know we, we're talking about cashlessness you know i know that you and i don't carry a lot of cash i i personally don't like carrying cash it's it takes up a lot of room especially coins um it's dirty you know i, I like it's heavy yeah it's heavy i really like just having my cards but I really, the feeling I get when I'm at, you know, car wash in a place like that, like in a nice uh, hotel, in a bathroom where someone hands me a paper towel, you feel so bad, you don't have a dollar on you, um, you know, doorman, you know, any any of these places, like a manicurist, for example, a lot of times they they urge you to use cash. Um, oh, yeah. But um, it... it you know, I, I can see how these people would be really disgruntled, you know, like, well, this is a bummer. The entire society doesn't even carry cash anymore. I'm making less money because I work off tips, cash tips, you know. Um, and I know that you have you, we've talked about this on the show before. I know that you have strong opinions about this, um, but I have a lot of sympathy for for people who who make a lot of their income on, you know, cash tips. Well, and I'm sad to for them. I I I I jokingly say all the time ban cash because I hate cash. I hate I hate bills. I hate coins. It's pennies I, are the worst. I I just yeah. I, Nickels I just, are starting to however be annoying. <laughs> however, I I I understand that for a variety of reasons, which are obvious, and we don't have to go into at length here because we've talked about it in the past. But there are really legitimate reasons why people use cash Mm -hmm. um, rather than some sort of, you know, more easily trackable, what we would call convenient, but possibly not convenient for them, Mm -hmm. you know, type of transaction. So because of that, I don't actually think that cash should be banned. And I know that something like an Amazon Go store Mm -hmm. is problematic. And in fact, Amazon has already said that they're looking into figuring out how they're, you know, they're not... It's not just because Amazon's like, oh, we're like a friendly company. It's like, it's actually, you know, sort of a legal problem Mm -hmm. for them because you can't, you know, like keep a swath of the population out of a store and just be like, oh, you're a cash person? Like, fuck you. Um, And they also want to make money. So they're looking into figuring out how the store can exist, but also be able to to, to, to help folks that, you know, are off the grid, so Mm -hmm. to speak. Mm Mm-hmm. That is really so, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like, um, you know, times are changing. Yes, they are. You know, it was funny when I was at um, when I was at the national drugstore chain that didn't have a toilet plunger. They had lots of other things that I needed anyway. And I had been on this long walk with my dog. Mm-hmm. And I take everything out of like, I have this little fanny pack, you know, that I use like for his leash and just in you know, my phone and whatever. Uh, while, while I'm walking and I take everything out of it before I start walking because I sometimes I'm jogging and it's like the fewer yeah. things in there, the fewer things that are jiggling. Mm-hmm. My wallet was one of them because I, when I left in the morning, I didn't think about, oh, I'm going to go to the drugstore like mm-hmm. at the tail end of this, you know, mm-hmm. hour plus that I'm going to be out and about. 
So I get, you know, up to the register and I was like, oh, do you guys take Apple Pay? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, when? Like, because I was going to just be like, it was, it's not far away. I was going to be, I was going to be still. like, all right, let me run home and I'll be back. Can you just like Can put you my stuff behind to the, the counter? side? Yeah. And you feel so stupid. And mm-hmm. you know that like part of them is like, she'll never come back. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, but yeah, that's funny. Apple that's Pay a total win. saved my ass. Nice, man. Yeah. All right, you guys, real quick, if you don't know where to find us, we are on patreon.com slash have such a good day. That's all I will say. Go check it out. But I I would like to I would like to mention and shout out a couple new patrons. Yeah, let's do it. Nicole Holman Rad, who's a, a friend of mine who lives in Montpellier, France. Nicole, what up? <laughs> Elijah Drenner. Elijah Drenner! Um Jeff. I might hack your last name, but he actually wrote us a sweet note. Uh, Biasideki? I'm, I'm sure I'm hacking that. Um, Biasideki. Yeah, Biasideki. Yeah. And Vince cool Power. Cool last name, by the way. Very cool. Vince Power upgraded to $5 bala. Welcome. Vince Power with the power. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like, hey, man. <laughs> Assuming you're a man. I don't know. Vince would be a cool name for a girl. I agree. Actually. I agree. I like that. Like just something like just like where people are like, yo, Vince. Is that really your name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and she could be like, yeah, short for Vincenza. Well, I also really like uh, V as a nickname. Yeah. Like, hey, V. Like I call my sister Vanessa V. Yeah. It's a good nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, my cousin Martin and his wife Becca have a daughter Vivian, which mm. was our grandmother's name, mm-hmm. and uh, they call her Vivi mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or V. Super cute yeah. nickname. It's just it's a v, v is a cool. First it is cool letter for a name for sure. Absolutely. Well, so Heather, I I don't think yes, it, I don't think we've talked about uh, my dating volleys in a couple. No, of No, I've been waiting with bated breath, oh, well, and I'm sure by, everyone else has. It's been. actually it, it's by design, and it, I I have kind of complicated feelings about this because it's like I don't want to put anybody on blast because that's just rude. Like mm-hmm. whether or not they hear it, it's like it's not my intention to be like let me tell you about this shitty date I had <laughs> last night, but. I just in more sort of in the greater scheme of things, Mm -hmm. the grander scheme, because I know that certainly the feedback that we've gotten from from a lot of you is some of you are in the same boat as me. And there are some shared experiences that we have. And some of it is just it's so entertaining, even if like even if I have a bad date, it's like there's so much entertainment I get out of that bad date. It's kind of like going to like a bad resort on vacation where you're like, okay, I'll never do this again. Mm-hmm. But like, I got some stuff out of this. Mm-hmm. It's a learning experience. And that, you know, so all is not lost. Well, so, so most of like the like bad experience are, it says often like change you like more than good experiences. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's, it's, it's all kind of like, you know, put hair on your chest or what, however you yeah. want to say it. It's like, I find, I, I just have to laugh about a lot of the stuff sometimes. I, I, I just find the whole thing funny at this point. And mm-hmm. that's probably says something about the people that I've been dating over the last <laughs> years where I'm just like, I'm just laughing at, you know, all these horrible people. But no, I, um, there, there's just a couple of things that I wanted to, to point out that, that I've noticed recently. For example, um, the idea that, you know, you might kind of, Kind of meet somebody online. Mm-hmm. This is all kind of online dating because that's the only way I meet people these days, you know, because I'm just sitting in my office the rest of the time. Otherwise, like, how am I going to meet anybody? Maybe at the drugstore looking for a toilet plunger. <laughs> Didn't happen this morning. <laughs> that would be sexy. Wouldn't that be nice? But um, 
So it's like, you know, you kind of, you know, you might chat back and forth enough to the point where you're like, okay, I'm comfortable to meet you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, because at that point, whether or not you're a love match, you might follow each other on Instagram Mm -hmm. or Twitter or whatever. You know, maybe you talk about that or, you know, they'd seem clever or whatever. And it's sort of, it's a little bit of a polite thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't have to, certainly. But I've definitely, you know, someone will follow me and I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll like politely follow him back. Mm -hmm. And then what I've noticed, like, because you don't get notifications when somebody unfollows you. Like, let's say it doesn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Well, some... Somebody, shall remain nameless, it's a male, uh, has now followed me like four times on Instagram. What do you mean four times? Meaning that he's also unfollowed me three times because there was the first follow and then you get the second follow, which means there was an unfollow. What a dummy. What's going on there? He's not a dummy. I think he's just sort of like... Maybe there's sort of like a, oh, you know, there might be some momentum here. Ah, screw this yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe, well, maybe there's happening. some momentum yeah. here. I'm no longer mad at Sarah for not hanging out with me that day. <laughs> and then I unfollow. You know, it, and, and I actually at one point to, to somebody that, and again, this, again, big picture, not, not calling out anybody specifically. I, I, I had said to somebody at one point, like, how many times are you going to unfollow me? And he was like, <laughs> what do you mean? And I'm like, can't fool old Sarah. I do this for a living. Did you I'm say it a like detective. That? Well, we weren't on the phone, but I mean, that would have been cute. That was that was the message that I sent yeah. over text. Just like I'm not mad. I'm just like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. You know I can see this. Like <laughs> what you did know, you, say? I, you know I understand how this works. I don't know. He just kind of, you know, there was some emojis and the conversation ended. But <laughs> but it's just sort of stuff like that where you're like, you know. It's almost like somebody forces you to think about them mm-hmm. by doing something like that, which is very innocuous, mm-hmm. really. You know, you can follow and unfollow whoever you want. Like, I'm not trying to, like, live anybody's life for them. But it's just some of that behavior, you just kind of, you almost want to roll your eyes and just be like, it's just funny. You know, <laughs> it's just funny. Like, the way that these things kind of, you know, play out. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, I mean, that's why there's so many movies about this kind of totally thing. um and then so much fodder the, the again before we move on because it's just you know dating oh god it could be i should write a book you really should i really should uh, or start a blog or i don't know maybe i'll get tumblr Good all with fired back up or something but uh, you know another thing that i've noticed that that i find really fascinating is so and this actually it goes back to a conversation we had last week because we got that real nice email um, about how um, she liked us swearing, mm-hmm. right? And um, it was Elodie. Hi, Elodie. And Elodie was like, yeah, it's kind of refreshing. And I, you know, I'm, I don't uh, offend easily. Well, it depends on what you say. But like that kind of thing does not offend me. Mm-hmm. And I I hung out with somebody recently. Cool dude, you know, it, it, cool dude. We'll leave it at that. And he was a real f bomber, <laughs> and I, I wasn't surprised because we had sort of gone back and forth enough mm-hmm. that I kind of got the vibe already, and I found it totally refreshing because then I'm like, oh, I can also relax, mm-hmm. you know, like we're we're just we're just kind of talking, you know, we're being real bare bones about this, but I also, I also was like, what was it about me that made you think? you know what, she can handle this. Mm -hmm. I can tell that she'll be able to handle this. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what was that? 
because there are people who would be turned off by that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Even if they wouldn't be down the road, they would be right away because mm-hmm. it'd be like mm, the ed- first day etiquette. Like, mm-hmm. you don't you don't like just like, Wah, oh, yeah, know, definitely not kind of thing. You and feel this, it out. Yeah, you feel it out. And and it's like, I don't I didn't ask. I wasn't like, what is it about me that makes you want to swear? <laughs> but but I thought it mm-hmm. and I and I don't know what the answer is. I think it's probably just like good vibes. So did you return with a lot of F-bombs or you just kind of kept kept quiet? Um, no, I mean, it, it, it was just we were just talking like normal. But but I I just feel like it's sort of like the conversation that you and I had recently about, you know, being around someone's parents who are who are conservative slash uptight mm-hmm. And having to edit the way that you talk mm-hmm. when you don't know somebody that well and you haven't kind of unpacked what kind of a person they are and you're, you know, you're kind of like, where did you grow up? Do you have any siblings? Tell me more about what you do for work. Like, you you know, yeah. there, there are a lot of pleasantries being exchanged. And sometimes, you know, I'm kind of looking to the other person to be like, set the tone here for me. Yeah. Because I can be unedited or highly edited mm-hmm. even if down the road we can be ourselves sure. like i understand that right now this is we're gonna be a little stilted oh yeah you definitely need to uh feel the room feel that yeah you know? read that damn read room. that damn room read yes. that damn room um but i, no, I say was, feel because like i said my brain's a little like you know a little crushed right now well you feel it you yeah, feel it you do you feel it you, you read it yeah. you, close your eyes just <laughs> feel that wall how's it feel <laughs> Does it want to cuss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like you're not gonna walk into some like fancy cocktail party and be like, "What the fuck is up?" Like you know that. Yeah, well, I would certain, with, this, yeah, with, the, with the right people with the right company. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just it, again, it's just like I, I just it's a it, it's an anthropological study. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm on a date, but I'm also studying mm-hmm. us, both of us, myself too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so no, I'll, I, I'll be back with more intel as I as I gather it. Everybody. I like the idea of a book. I like the idea of a have such a good day book because then we could talk about all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, I have a really fun grassroots marketing idea for our show, but I'm not going to tell you guys quite yet. But I'll tell you offline, Sarah. Cool story, Heather. (laughs) (laughs) So as you know, Sarah. Yes. That um, you know I like horror movies. I do. And I know how you feel about horror movies. But, you know, I I finally saw the remake of Suspiria um, last night. I mean, this is the same director who did uh, Call Me By Your Name last uh, year or two ago. Um, Luca something, really beautiful filmmaker. Oh, the Italian movie. The Italian movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very different movies. A lot of like similar. That that was not a horror movie. No, no, no. Like in terms of like genres, very, very different. But, you know, there was like some shooting styles that were really um, interesting, these similar Really good movie. I, I loved it. I and I made me think about like there's watching. Pardon the fire engines, by the way. I guess something's on fire around here. If you didn't hear the fire engines, you're hearing birds chirp. So yeah, well background noise. They're used to it. We're on your porch half the time. This is true. So, you know, at least it's not a helicopter. It's like we're Snow White and the birds are chirping and they just love us. Because we're having such a good day. That's right. So um, I, you know, this is not news that horror movies soothe people. People have said this before. This is like, it's like a psychological thing. There is something about, I've been revisiting a lot of old classic horror movies lately. You know, like The Omen and The Shining and 
uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, some of my favorites from like back in the day. Yeah. And they, there's something about it. I just get excited about watching a horror movie over again, you know, mm. or just maybe for the first time. Because you, I, because you remember like maybe the age you were when you first saw it and it kind yes. of harkens back to exactly. the and excitement the, that and, you had at the time. Yeah. And then the person you're watching it with, this is so interesting to me. Like you, so it's like you have this sort of like, um, heavy duty experience watching a horror movie with someone more yeah. than maybe another type of movie it's almost like you um i don't know you're doing something that's like adrenaline based yeah, and blood it's like, pressure yeah like yeah. so it makes it more of a concrete memory because you're like oh i remember watching that movie with you and you, you were yeah. scared an and intense couple it's an, hours it's an intensity thing but yeah so i came across a study on vice.com basically saying that like a lot of anxious people find sort of a self-medicating thing with horror movies and i thought that's interesting. I wouldn't call myself a super anxious person. I don't think I have a diagnosis of like the generalized anxieties or any anything like that. I, w- I, I wouldn't say that I have about anxious you. days, you know, sure. obviously. Yeah. But um, there is something that I feel when I'm watching one or when I'm about to, I get giddy about it. And I feel like, I, and, I, and I was like, I got to read about this. This is so fascinating to me. Like, what is the psychological impact of what is it doing to my brain to make me feel sort of at ease? Yeah. Um, and so I read this Vice article and, the, you know, this, this, this journalist talked to this Danish doctor who's been studying this for like 15 years. So there's some interesting anecdotes. Um, there's like a fight or flight response but you're in a controlled environment so it's almost like it takes your brain out of your own petty like anxieties so it's kind of like instead of being worried about like you know um your irs bill or um taking out the garbage it's like you're worrying about ghosts and goblins and if mike myers is going to pop out of your closet it's like stuff that's like eh, it doesn't really happen so it's like it takes you out of your brain it's an escape it's an escape yeah i mean it's escapism in general but i wanted to it's like there's something about this. It's like a negative emotion, but it like turns positive in a way hmm. because it kind of, it helps you, your brain it's sort of process. It's strong enough that you actually are out of your your own like like personal hell of like real life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. I really do. Because it, again, it, escapism is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. But but there is a, is a weird obsession about like this. Suspiria is about witches, hmm. but it's, it's a subtle, it's not like this over the top like, which movie it's a subtle <laughs> right. you know like it's they don't have it's pointed a hats subtle witch movie yeah you know they're chill witches no but it's like but it's like it, it, it's like <laughs> they don't have hats and they don't have like pointed noses and whatever right. but you know what's really funny in, no witches brew and spirit part two you know what's funny though you should see it because tilda swinton plays three characters ah. it's it's crazy and she plays this old man i mean it's a trip <laughs> Oh, it I, is, yeah, no, I, it's a I, fascinating I movie. I did hear about this. I didn't realize what movie you were talking about. So much of this stuff is just like, I'm like, I know I'm not going to watch it. I mean, there's some there are some gruesome. Oh, man, there's there's a one scene that scarred me for life. I mean, you know, oh, it's great. not real, though. You know that this like couldn't happen. So it's kind of like you're confined in this controlled environment watching something that's removed from you um, anyway. And then, yeah, the just having that crazy experience with someone is there's something just really special about it and i love it i'm so into it anyway. i love i love it for you i i <laughs> i i i know that i understand what you're saying yeah even though i don't share you can, it, like wrap your head around it yeah like i i i know that feeling mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of like i'm not sure if there's like a film genre I mean, that does that for game me, of but thrones maybe there are things you. that do it for me yeah but game of thrones i mean i mean it's possible me, me and the rest of the world but it's pretty horrific 
but uh but but like that's not i mean that's my least favorite part of it quite honestly of course, it's just yeah. sort of part of the show but the, i i know i know what you mean like the adrenaline rush of just being like so excited for something that is just going to make you feel good yeah. temporarily i know it does yeah it does it's it's cool i'm probably gonna it's watch like another nitrous one oxide it is kind of you're right like it's just like a little <laughs> a little quick hit you know it's a God, it's a little rough. balloon at coachella <laughs> but it's a horror movie <laughs> Speaking of horror movies, actually, I wanted to shout out uh, Brett Stewart wrote us a comment on uh, one of my posts on Patreon. Um, So this wasn't an actual email, but he said, great episode. This was from uh, episode 41, the last one we posted. Is Heather aware of the Wicker Man remake? That's a dumpster fire for the ages. And yes, Brett, I am aware. In fact, I have not seen it. Only because I told uh, I was I've been told that it is a dumpster fire. Um, I I'm I want to see it though because I loved the original Wicker Man so much. I want to see. I know the interpretation's really different, so I'm going to see it. I'm going to report back. Um, so thanks for writing in and Kevin Silverman. Um, Kevin also uh, wrote us a note on Patreon.com/slash Have Such a Good Day. Sarah, have you ever test driven a Tesla car? It's a mind blowing experience. I've had a Model 3 since September, and it's changed and saved my life. Well, isn't that nice for you, Kevin? Uh, But no, all kidding aside, um, a friend of mine uh, doesn't have it anymore. He actually sold it um, for for a pretty penny, I might add, but um, had had a Model S real early on, and there was a time where I was between cars, and uh, I borrowed it a few times. Um, and you know, did like freeway driving and city driving and, and all the driving and was like, this is, if I had the coin, Mm -hmm. which I don't sadly, Mm -hmm. and the lease options are few and far between, but there, there are some, uh, but, uh, I would have one. I would absolutely, I would would absolutely have one. I also don't have a good charging situation. I never have. I'm a renter. You know, it's, it just depends on your lifestyle, but Kevin, I'm jealous. I, I, I would love a model three. It's actually a better size for me than the S. I agree. And uh, going forward in the future, it's always an option. Hey, maybe if we if we earn enough money producing, have such a good day, we can both rent Teslas. Yeah, and you know, but how about that? Uh, and <laughs> yes. And on that note, uh, for anybody who is unfamiliar with the show, real quick, Patreon.com is how Heather and I make our bread and butter. It is community supported 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the choice of of having ads in the show and we've decided as long as we can, mm-hmm. we don't want to. Uh, we want nice. we want to we want to do this our way with the help of all of you. So if you're considering being a patron for at, as little as one dollar a month, That's goes right. up from there. You can you can donate as much as you want, but as little as one dollar per every thirty to thirty one days, not <laughs> not a lot of coin. Um, you can be part of our community, and we thank you in advance. Please join the flock, as Twitter would say, um, if it, if, if you so desire. Uh, so I think we're going to wrap here and $5 patrons, please stick around. I know I don't either. It went by so fast. I guess you have to be a $5 patron for the show to continue. I don't want it to end. Uh, but yes, yes, $5 and up patrons, stick around. Bonus topic coming up next. For everybody else, you've been the best. We love us. We love you so much. And let's all do this again next week. Absolutely. This was a good date. It was real fun. Real good time. (laughs) Until next time, I'm Sarah. I'm Heather. And have such a good day. Ever 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.